Hello and welcome to the Lancet Psychiatry Podcast. My name is Niall Boyce and I'm the editor of the Lancet Psychiatry. But today I'm joined in the studio by a guest. Thank you, Niall. My name is Professor Emily Holmes. I'm based at the MRC Cognition Brain Sciences Unit in Cambridge. And I'm also affiliated with the Karolinska Institute in Stockholm. Thank you. So as I was saying, I'm the editor of Lancet Psychiatry, and this is the Lancet Psychiatry podcast, but we're going to be discussing a paper which was published a, a wee while ago in a different journal, in Nature, in fact, which uh, you were one of the authors on, Emily. Yes, it's a commentary in Nature that we published in 2014, mm-hmm. and the other authors are Professor Michelle Crass, who is at UCLA, and Professor Anne Graybile at MIT. And it's a paper really about the future of psychological treatment research. Okay. And what was the reason behind this paper? Well, all the three of us met at this meeting organised by the mental health charity MQ, Transforming Mental Health, and realised a common passion working across different fields in seeing science contribute to psychological treatment development and realising that um, we had a shared vision for a momentum going forward. And we uh, we're very pleased about the opportunity to write about that mm-hmm. and try and catalyse what we, we coined the phrase mental health science in that context. Okay. And what did you conclude? Well, the conclusion was one of those scientific and clinical conclusions which was very, very honest. It actually said that this requires much more than the three of us to sit and write and talk together over these months. We actually need other people to come together and to talk and to meet. And I think we used the term we needed to hammer out Mm -hmm. (laughs) the top 10 questions for the future of psychological treatment research. And rather boldly, we said we'd do that by the end of 2015. Okay, so it's now the end of 2015. And I'm very pleased to announce that meeting has indeed taken place here at the Lancet offices in London uh, with Emily and a number of your colleagues, around 30 colleagues from, well, you can tell us a bit about the mix of people we have. It's very interdisciplinary, isn't it? It's extremely interdisciplinary. So I guess thank you very much to the Lancet Psychiatry for offering this fantastic venue to bring people together and provide a common focus from people coming from psychiatry and psychology and neuroscience and pharmacology and basic science. Um, And thank you also to the charity MQ Mental Health Mm -hmm. for supporting people's travel to this meeting. We consulted and putting together the attendance list, and as we said in the the nature commentary, we're speaking to people perhaps in the the middle uh, of their career with time to set an agenda to be encouraging students developing the the field further and from this broad range of perspectives and within that catalyzing perspectives from a diverse range of disciplines, all with a shared interest of improving psychological treatments yes. I think we can probably give the title, because of course this isn't just a meeting. The Lancet Psychiatry will be publishing a commission uh, based on the outcomes of this meeting. And uh, would you like to give us the title, Emily? The title of the meeting um, has been Psychological Treatments Research in Tomorrow's Science, Seeing Further. And that's, that, well, that's a Cambridge-related quote, isn't it? That's from Isaac Newton. Well, I think that one of the things that it's really important to emphasize there's been fantastic research from giants in psychological treatment developments from all around the globe. And this, in a way, is about recognizing that we're standing on the shoulders of those giants. And the completion of the quote, albeit from a different area of science, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is by standing on the shoulder of giants, one sees further. 
we have giants that we respect enormously from the inception of psychological treatments to their current implementation. And what we're trying to do now is also think about the needs of a new generation and people coming forward. How do we stand on those shoulders and bring ideas, shared interests, challenges together? No mean feat, but that's why the seeing further piece is in there. Now, as I said, there are a lot of themes came out of yesterday's discussion. Uh, there are themes to do with, uh, well, technical issues of the design of trials, um, yeah. things to do with the implementation, yeah. uh, the mechanisms by which psychological therapies yeah. actually work. I mean, this very interesting question, which is how does talking to someone else cause yeah. a change in the mind, a change in the brain? Yeah. How, how, do you, yeah. how do you watch that effect? How do you measure it? Yeah. And then, of course, there's the all-important thing is the clinical context. Absolutely. And I guess putting the patient, as it were, in the centre as a sort of core driving value of what we do. So I guess what... I mean, first of all, I should say it was just a ter it was terrifically energising meeting. There are so many divergent and interesting views that um, it's given us a, a huge amount of, uh, of food for thought. But what some shared values that really resonated throughout the meeting was the wish for making a difference at a global scale for patients um, and the wish to use excellent science and methodology with rigour in that process and that linking those two extremes was something that really seemed to cut across threads. Thanks. Well, you've got a lot of writing to do, so uh, I think we can leave it there for, for today. The commission, as I said, the document uh, will appear next year in 2016, and we might be able to give you a few updates during the process. We'll see how it goes. Well, I, I'd like to thank a few people. First of all, thanks to you, Emily, and of course to your fellow writers. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very grateful. This is going to be a team endeavour. People are already beavering away as we speak, so I'm very grateful to people involved in sharing their views, to people involved in the writing process, and also to people who we would be keen to consult with as we go further. And thank you, Niall, for facilitating this. It's been really delightful to, to be here. It's a pleasure. And of course, we were, we were helped in this meeting by MQ, the mental health charity, uh, who have been very supportive of this. So to end this round of thanks, thanks to you, the listener, for downloading this podcast uh, and for listening to it. I hope that you will join us again in 2016. But for now, goodbye. <laughs>